0: This is Rhema for today.
1: Friend, I want to tell you we got there is a hell. It's real. I realize in today in today's world that you're not supposed to talk about hell. Don't make people feel uncomfortable, brother. They, brother, they, one of these days when they die and leave this place, they're gonna they're gonna feel the fire of hell, the torment, What the Bible says. There is a heaven.
0: You're listening to Rayma for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Tomorrow is the last day. Right now, let's join Pastor Kenneth Hagan with today's message.
1: We must ask God to have compassion. We should be compassionate. You know, I drive down the street and I I see things and my heart is stirred and I said God send somebody across their path I never see an accident that I don't I may not do it verbally if somebody else in the car but that I don't I'm not moved, and I I pray, oh, Lord. Especially if it's a bad one. I say, Lord, I trust that nobody was in there that went into eternity that didn't know you. Friend, our heartbeat needs to be salvation. I thank God for our prosperity. I thank God for all our nice things. I thank God for this nice church up. I I thank God for nice clothes, a nice house, a nice car. But those things mean nothing if people die and go to hell. You know, we had our blowout service last night. I'm going to just talk to your heart tonight. We need to get a compassion for the lost. I know my dad, before the Lord told him to go teach my people faith, he was an evangelist. And he had a consuming desire that people not go to hell. And in 1945, 46, and 47, he put them big old gray Big old gray speakers on top of the car, anybody know what I'm talking about? Drive through the streets of the city and say, "Come and hear me tonight. I went to hell. I'm going to tell you how not to go there, and though you know those we didn't have the mega church they have now, you know those Pentecostal churches, if it's three or four hundred, is big, but we'd have we'd have. The house would be full. The windows would be in the summertime. The windows would be up. No air conditioning. There'd be as many people outside as there was inside. And he would get up and he'd say, I know there's a hell to shun and a heaven to gain if i never read my Bible. And then he would, he would tell his story of how on that 23rd day of August he slipped out of his body and he went down, down, down till it was so dark that you could cut it out you could cut a chunk of it out with a knife and I descended down, down, down until I saw the flames those orange crest frames and I came to the bottom some creature grabbed me by the arm I never looked to see who it was but in, and I started toward those gates and as I got to the gate I stopped to put up a fight because I knew if I went through I'd never come back and a voice spoke from on high and it shook that place like a leaf in the wind and I was pulled back into the shadows I rose and I came up I talked to my grandmother I said where's mama he said she's outside said, I'm going again grandma I'm going again he went again he came back the third time he started down and he began to scream God I belong to the church I've been baptized in water And nothing there but his own voice echoing through the cavern of the dam. The same experience, but then he was, that voice spoke, had to be God's voice, and pulled him back up. And he said that he came, when he came into his body, he picked up his voice and he was praying at the top of his voice. And he was born again that night, the 23rd day of April nineteen thirty three a few months later, he came off of that bed of affliction preaching, and the man at sixteen years of age, and the man never did anything in his life except preach. his one compelling desire was that people not go to hell. Friend, I want to tell you we got there is a hell it's real. I realize in today in today's World that you're not supposed to talk about hell. Don't make people feel uncomfortable, brother. They, brother, they, one of these days when they die and leave this place, they're gonna they're gonna feel the fire of hell, the torment. What the Bible says, there is a heaven. I want I want to see somehow get restored in you. That compassion for people to be born again, saved. Thank God for all of our other programs that we have. And we have all these and we have them in this church and we need those. But the number one program we need is to get people born again. Keep them from going to a devil's hell. Matthew 24, 14, and this gospel of the kingdom will preach in all the world as a witness to all the nations and then will the end come. When he would preach that message, I'm five, six years old, seven years old. We would have a church full of people, the windows open. People are crawling through the windows. People are crawling over pews, running to the altar to get saved. I still, every Sunday morning I give an altar call and I call people up and say, well, don't embarrass people by calling up. The Bible says if you're not willing to acknowledge him in front of people, he won't acknowledge you. And we hard and it upsets me when we have a Sunday when nobody comes, but we hardly ever have a Sunday. And the church people here, they'll tell you, we hardly ever have a Sunday that we don't have at least one to three people come, and sometimes we got 10, 15, 20. So many of the churches today do not give an altar call. They tell people if you want to change your life, there'll be people at the back that you can talk to. Come on, get a compassion. God wants us to quit bickering. Quit being so concerned because somebody else comes and a church in your city. They call in the RMA office, so-and-so coming into my city and starting a church. Well, have you reached them all yet? No, I don't think people should start churches on top of one another, and I don't think people that was a on an associate or a pastor uh, should go and start a church in that town. But if somebody else come in, hey, do you ever notice that all kinds of restaurants go in? Hey, there's enough centers to go around for all of us. <laughs> the problem is... That instead of when they move into town and start the church, they don't go after the sinner. They go after the people that's already in that church, try to get them to come to their church. And that's where the problem starts. We've started a raiment over in Oklahoma City. We drive over there. I, I, I want to do it live. I don't like that video stuff. So we do, it on, we do it on Sunday night. Come and enjoy Sunday morning on Sunday night. Me and Craig ones there to preach. I've got thousands of people on a mailing list. I did not send one advertising piece to the people in Oklahoma City. I took some flyers and went in a five-mile radius of where we were going to start the church and let them know about it. Because why do I need to send something to those people that are on a mailing list? They're already going to one of those churches over there. I don't need to steal them out of there. I need to get people that are not going to church. That's what you do too. I'm going to tell you what. I just got bold here lately. and I'm just I'm just walking where sometime where angels fear to tell but I ain't taking it back somebody told me said, man you're very authoritative that's right I'm going to be more authoritative the enemy is doing everything he can to get our eyes off of Jesus and off of what we need to be doing you know getting us so involved in all kinds of programs that we get our eyes off of the gospel. Now, there's nothing wrong with a program, okay? I got them here. But we can get so eat up with programs that we get away from what we're supposed to be doing, and that's winning the lost.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's very special offer. First in this offer is the book by Kenneth Hagan entitled Built to Last. Also the book from Reverend Lynette Hagen, Along the Way. And the CD, The Love Walk by Kenneth E. Hagen. All this for nineteen ninety five. That's ten ninety off the retail price. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll free one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. Again, call toll free one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. Rema.org.
1: the end of the year is coming. That's right. So I would like to suggest that you become a word partner with us if you're not already a word partner. Now, what is a word partner? It's somebody that prays for us regularly, somebody that sends an offering at least once a month to help us support Ramah. Now, it's just whatever you can afford. You know, somebody says, well, I can't afford to give very much. Well, you know, when everybody does what they can, when it all comes together, then we're able to keep rhema going all over the world and so and if you want to know more information about it, just go to rhema.org and slash wpc
0: tomorrow on rhema for today we'll continue kenneth hagan's life-changing teaching on gathering in the harvest in the last days that's next time on rhema for today with kenneth and lynette hagan